For divorced parents of minor children, the holidays are always a complicated puzzle. Holidays require a separate custody schedule, usually agreed upon in advance. Things to consider from Amanda Riemann, family law attorney at acremanlaw.com. Amanda, help us out. Well, I think any time you're dealing with children, most parents are hoping to avoid any unnecessary hardship to that child. And while they might have their children's best interests in mind, they might not have a contract that specifically governs how to deal with the holidays. The holidays are coming up. We've got Christmas, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and if not worded properly, instead of it being a happy time, it can be a time of confusion and chaos. All right, so what do you recommend then? Just get something in writing? I think that the saying is, say it, forget it, write it, regret it, but not when it comes to child custody and visitation. Let's talk about written notice. What does written notice mean? This day and age, it can be an email, a text message. You don't have to write a letter and sign it and send it to your spouse, but if there's going to be a change to a pre-planned visitation day, we need it communicated between the parties and how far in advance. A lot of people travel during the holidays. Uh, Are we removing the child from the state? How far are we going? What kind of trip are we looking at? And surprises nobody likes. Man. All right. So I I can only assume that uh, you and the firm, I mean, you you get like emergency phone calls on on a Thanksgiving or a Christmas or a Hanukkah? Gordon, that's exactly what happened. So ring, ring, I've got a problem. And most likely it revolves around what is the difference between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? So we agreed that I would have Christmas Eve and he would have Christmas Day. Well, does that mean that the children are going to wake up at your house on Christmas morning? Or does that mean Christmas Eve ends at 7 p.m.? Or does Christmas Eve end at... 7 a.m. It's very important to have established times and be clear so that the children don't suffer as a result of your miscommunication. Man, we're speaking with A.C. Riemann, family law attorney at acremanlaw.com. We're talking about managing the holidays with the kids when you're divorced. I can't, I mean, I don't know what this is like, but I can imagine so relationships are just so fractured that, that communication's at a minimum. Then, then what do you do if, if like, the if the, if the mom and dad just don't speak or, or can't stand each other? Well, I tell every client to treat the relationship like a business transaction. And as sad as it may seem, if you treat it like it's your job, because it is, parenting is a job, co-parenting is a lifelong job, then you're less likely to say inflammatory things. Why? If you say something inflammatory at your job, you're going to get called into HR. The same thing goes for custody of visitation. If you're saying or doing inflammatory things, you're going to get called into court. Make sure that you're straightforward, you're to the point, and you leave the emotions out of it because at the end of the day, you need to be able to put your children first. Yeah. All right. So give me, uh, obviously without names, uh, like a, a bad scenario you encountered trying to manage something like this. Well, I had a bad case where it was the middle of the night and a child says, Mom, my stomach hurts. Well, she had to rush him to the emergency room. What ends up happening? Hey, he's got appendicitis. His appendix needs to come out. Well, he and her did not have in the agreement what would happen in the event of emergency medical care. So you want to be very specific, too, that if you're traveling and something unforeseen happens, it won't require both parties' written consent. In this case, she had to wait until Dad woke up to get his permission for the child to be operated on before he could proceed. Yeah, so 
if it's not of utmost importance now, don't wait until it becomes a matter of life or death. So that could have been taken care of by something in writing? That absolutely yeah. could have been taken care of, uh, something in writing about consent, that back to that written notice, an email, a text message, if anything happens, emergency medical care won't require both parties to consent because both parents want to be on the same page as far as where are we going, where, where's, where's Johnny going for Thanksgiving this year, where's Johnny going for Christmas, who's going to be at the Christmas Eve party, mm-hmm. but when it comes to the health and welfare of that child, it's got to be acted on. It's got to be acted on fast. Thanks, Amanda. Amanda Riemann, family law attorney at acremanlaw.com.